All right, welcome for the long night. I'm here with my friend Scott and Matt. What's up? Greetings. It's hot today. We need cold beer. Fuck. Yeah. It's, it's cold. You went straight from winter to summer. Between uh, between hot takes and it's hot outside. And, and then and then by the weekend, right back to winter again. Yeah, it may snow on Monday. Uh, Rain Saturday. Last I heard, we snow might Monday. get the biggest snowfall that Missouri's ever seen. So I can work outside in shorts. Yes. But then I need to make sure my coat is nearby. For yes. The and make sure that you have gas equal portions in the weed eater and the snowblower. <laughs> You're going to need both this it's weekend. Well, the weed eater is a very good point. <laughs> <laughs> the weed eater is electric, so it's okay. Follow me for more home improvement tips. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't want me doing the home improvement. No, <laughs> no, don't, don't, no. I'm going to give you don't the tip you and then you do the work. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not me. All right, Bob Villa. All right. Mm. No. <laughs> who is anti-Bob Villa? Yeah. Is there like Anthony Villa? Because that's who I yeah. would be. I'm not Bob. <laughs> It'd be like, yeah, Tony Avila. Av- Av- it's... What was that one guy's name? I can't remember. He did. He was a co- comedian and he had a home improvement show. And Tim. Then, no. He's Alan? a real guy. Well, I mean, like, he had a... It's not a show. Oh, it's okay. like a real... It's like a, actually a documentary. Oh. And then they did a reality, and he tried catching these contractors and that were doing shady work. God, oh. I wish I could remember that guy's name. I'll have to look it up. Yeah. But he tried doing some home improvement stuff, and it was awful. <laughs> People complained. It was like a Chip and Joanna Gaines Those thing. Those poor too. baseball players are going to have to resort to odd jobs and home improvement yeah. gigs, because yeah. how are they going to make any money this year? I know, right? One's going to be delivering appliances, and you're friendly neighborhood Home Depot here yeah. soon. <laughs> Nikki Lopez? <laughs> right over here, yeah. buddy. <laughs> Fridge goes right there, buddy. Yeah. Shouldn't you guys sat- order a keg? <laughs> <laughs> Gonna be your Uber driver? <laughs> I just think it'd be funny. It'd be Nikki Lopez lugging their fridge around and big-ass Salvador Perez pointing. I'm like, mm-hmm. shouldn't he be? Okay, shouldn't whatever. Shouldn't be reverse rules? I yeah. don't understand. All right, so the big yeah. news yesterday. Oof. The biggest news of yesterday was there was no news. The worst kind of no news. That got delivered while laughing. Oh, glad you brought that up first. Because that's my single biggest problem with everything that went wrong yesterday. That's your single biggest problem? That's my biggest problem is he was laughing. Okay. Because I, I kind of expected them not to get the deal done. Why are you yeah. fucking laughing about it? You know, I've, it ain't I, funny. I've heard Well, of, I was going to bring up I've also, heard, why are you practicing your golf swing outside? <sighs> That's not a good look either. I've, I've heard about eight. all this. What, what, what did he say while he was laughing? Was it that delivering bad, bad news while laughing? He was laughing yeah. while canceling games. Okay. Because okay. I haven't seen the little... So, to me, Roger Goodell and Adam Silver, when they do press conferences, we've heard enough. When they have to deliver bad news, it, it, they, they take it pretty seriously. I mean, it's like Adam, they're delivering a eulogy. Yeah, I mean, they, Adam They're Silver, professional with it. Adam Silver hasn't had to deliver much bad news over the past couple of years, except when he had to get rid of that owner. That was not a good moment, and he took it very seriously, and he was like, this is what we're going to do. We've made these steps. He handled it the, was great. From what I recall, him and Goodell both, when they were having to talk about the COVID, the COVID and yeah. COVID rules and pandemic, they weren't laughing about it because they knew people were concerned about it. Well, well it's concerning are, to their business. Yeah. And also people were dying of it, too, so yes. you wouldn't want to... Yeah, yeah, you don't want to make light of anything. 
But <laughs> that mushroom cloud oh. was a doozy, wasn't it, boys? Well, and some of it was like right before Manfred was delivering the news, like somebody gave him I don't know, I didn't see the actual conference, I just listened to it. But it was like some you could hear this rustling, so it was like somebody handed him a piece of paper and then he started giggling. And it was like, What are you laughing about? Like, unless a deal is struck and, you know, somebody then it probably wouldn't have been that big a deal no, because it's a horrible it's good optic. news. It's a but, horrible optic. But the thing is, you're delivering bad news, and then halfway through, you started laughing about something else. And maybe like, maybe what his little memo was that he got was, hey, I dare you to swing your golf club after this. <laughs> well, he did that before, but yeah. Oh, okay. He did it after, <laughs> too, though, but yeah. <laughs> because it was before... It was like before the deadline, they showed him outside the meeting room practicing his golf swing. It was like, the deadline hasn't even been done yet, and you're out there fucking around or something. I don't know what you're doing. Just practicing your golf swing for some reason in a hallway. Like, okay. That's not, it's just not a good look. That's bad. Well, it was a bad omen, or a bad sign, whenever that guy's like, I totally don't give to. You know what? That that really shows how much of a fuck he gives. Oh yeah. To be honest. Oh sure. Well sure. Well, yesterday everyone brought up. I don't know if you saw Twitter. It brought up all the examples of how Manfred doesn't care about baseball. No. How he called the World Series trophy just a piece hunk of metal. metal. A piece hunk of metal. metal. Yeah. There was another one. I can't remember. I have to go through some of the tweets. But there was another one where. Uh, oh the. Something like sometimes the games don't really matter and stuff. And I was like, really? Like, Even if that's true, you don't say it. It's great advertising there. Yeah. Chief. Way to yeah. prop up your sport, boss. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like the owner of McDonald's oh. going out and going, you know what? Everything on our menu is really good, except for the fish fillet. I, I really wouldn't buy the fish fillet if I were you. But outside of that, we are we got the greatest burgers and fries <laughs> Just not really good fish. Thanks. But, Thanks. Okay. Yeah. Good job, Chief. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and then the other one that people are pointing to, which you you talked about how he said it wasn't – it's not a good business decision to own a yeah. team. Yeah. Maybe, and everyone's maybe. like, yeah, well, not, it, not buying that one. <laughs> no. it's it. Well, his, his uh, example was it was better to put money in the stocks. And your investment over time would be better than what it would be if you owned a team. That's what he was saying. And that's specifically. Totally, yeah. So, yeah. But then. And that's totally not even close. But then to it us. took then, no. it, then it took the Twitter warriors two seconds to do some googling <laughs> and found out that over the last five years, even in a shortened season, Major League Baseball has made forty three billion dollars. I'm glad you brought that up. Over the last five years. You said, oh, what did you do? I'm bringing homework to this thing. Do we want to jump into that? Yet? I have the numbers. I think he wants to. Well, no, if you want. I mean, well, he just brought it up, so. Okay, go And for it. it's not, it. I'm not going to go through all of it. Well, yeah. But I'll, I'll, in 2016, well, all right, let's backtrack. NFL is number one, right? Oh, sure. Revenue. Yeah. Yearly. Who is number two? I'd say NBA. No. Oh. Still okay. baseball. Interesting. Okay. And not by a, a huge margin. 
that the NFL leads. I mean, they were pretty close at one time. It's the the gap is widening. So I'll just I'll just give you guys the examples real quick. In 2016, the NFL revenue total revenue was 13.1 billion. Not bad for a nonprofit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball was second with nine billion. No. Okay. Uh, NBA was third with five point eight billion. Shit. Okay. NHL was last four point four. Poor fellers. Uh, we'll we'll move down here because I'm not gonna. I I wrote down for uh, five years. Um, because I wanted to see is MLB going down or up with their revenue. And they kept going up and up and up and up. But everybody has. Until 2020. Sure. Um, that that really, that rocked everybody pretty rough. Except the NBA, actually. The well, NBA is the one that survived the best with that pandemic. And I'll tell you what the 2020 numbers were. NFL was still led the, the $12.2 billion. It's pretty good. That's still, uh, but it was fifteen point four is what they had the year before. So they lost three <laughs> billion dollars. Yeah. yeah. NBA didn't even lose a billion dollars. They went from eight point seven to seven point nine, from Which nineteen is to twenty. Pretty good. That is really good. And that's a credit to the bubble thing that they came up with yeah. there at the end of the... Well, and they they actually got... They got, they got some of the season in. They got in. some of the season in with fans, yeah. too. Yeah, So that helped a lot. But I, I think they did... They were really smart mm-hmm. on how they, how they handled 20. But then baseball, what happened with baseball... And do you guys remember... Was there anything special in 2019 for baseball? No, because they had the highest thing they ever. They had the highest revenue ever, uh, at ten billion dollars. Nationals 3 billion. won the World Series, which yeah. was I mean, it was fun. Saw a new team win, but I don't remember. So any. in twenty nineteen, they had ten point three billion. That was the best they ever <clears> done, <throat> and it dropped to three point six for pandemic. Well, they kind of brought that on themselves, though. Well, yeah. I know. Cool. So when I, yeah, I know. But this one, I, I was... Me and him have often argued... Well, the three of us have argued this, that nobody gives a fuck anymore, right? Well, I wanted to see how many people really, truly didn't give a fuck anymore. And according to these numbers, outside of 2020, MLB is pretty damned healthy. Which is even worse that they're... You shouldn't be crying a river... About what was us? We'd make more money if we just invested our stocks. No one should own a baseball team when all that information is just a couple of clicks away on the internet. You look foolish. You look greedy. You look really greedy. Because how much effing money do you need? Yeah. You look really greedy. Yeah. Well, and then one of the other things that I was curious about the NHL too, just because. The NHL is considered probably the most niche sport oh, it's out there. Very regional. Where it's like I could, I could, I bet there is nobody in the state of Missouri that roots for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, yeah. They're probably Blues fans or not. They're, they are either 
maybe literally the... transplants from Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, or Blues fans. Yeah, <laughs> or, or yeah, or Blues fans. That's it. <clears throat> so might yeah. have a Black Hawk or two. I'd say if if I or Rangers. Yeah, because they're in New York. So if you walked into but it's, a, it would be like it'd be a, like 90 percent blues though. What I would say is you walk into a bar in Kansas City or St. Louis, a sports bar, and just start taking poll. Like, who's your favorite basketball team? I bet you could find be all over the place here. I bet you could find just about everybody. It would be all over the place here. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be anywhere. But what I'm saying, I bet you could find somebody that's a fan of every team in basketball. Yeah, pretty close. Every team in baseball, every team in football. Hockey, no. Hockey, no. Well, what we're getting closer and closer to is MLB becoming said where it's like you're because NHL got hit pretty fucking real fucking hard because of the COVID. Oh yeah, two point nine billion. Part of it Revenue too. for 2020, that was the worst Part of anybody, of... which, real quick, was not that far off from what baseball did. But part of the reason hockey took a big hit compared to some of the other sports... Um, Canada. Canada. Their rules were really, really strict. And and, and I know. I, I, and I, NBA, I'm not... NBA only has one team in Canada, but most of those players are here in the United States, where... Hockey, most of those players are in Canada. Yeah. So and, it's really tough to kind of... And I I would be one to th- throw those stats out. Yeah. Just throw them out the window. Yeah. If it weren't for the fact that the NHL and the MLB were so close. <laughs> well, that's true because NHL had a lot harder time of dealing with this than MLB would have had. MLB had a hard time just trying to figure out whether they wanted lasagna uh-huh. or fucking chicken spadini yeah. at the fucking luncheon that it was going to take to make the agreement to what they were going to do for 2020. Yeah, because there wasn't much of a reason why MLB had as many issues as uh, they had. It, there, none. They had no reason to other than themselves. Yeah. Yeah. There were no. There was no. There other were no country. exterior. There were no. The NHL legitimately had to deal with national policy. Yes. Because the Canadian government had set some rules. It's hard to work around that. Not only that, look how many players are from Europe they're, and stuff, too. Yeah, it's so it's more, so and they're much not, more and they complicated. And they said for the longest time they're not going to put out a lesser product if they can't get all the players. Yes. And I agree. That's why they took a huge hit. So it's like, there is a legitimate excuse. And, and if I heard, if I heard the commissioner of the NFL... Seeing a similar similar sad song that Manford did, I'd at least listen. Manford, shut shut the fuck up, because the difference is they they dealt with the same crisis, but under a completely different set of parameters and rules that you did. This era, this is all your fucking fault. You as in Major League Baseball, this is your fault. This this wasn't because of any sort of government mm-hmm. policy or the fact that sixty percent of your players are from. Europe, they're all almost all of them are North American at least. Well, you can yeah. I was gonna say that you know, sixty percent of your players are from not America, but they're <laughs> they're, they're south. They're you know they're not. Where in baseball, only thirty percent are not American or twenty. Oh probably. no, I'd say it's probably. I might I might say it's even worse, but they're all from from South America. Baseball. Mm-hmm. 
I, I would say a good 60% are from South America or... You think that high? Yeah. You don't? Look at the no. Royals roster. Yeah, I understand the Royals roster, but I don't think it's quite that high. Mm, I don't know. I'll Google it. Yeah. Well, let's say it's... Let's say it's not. They still weren't having the same problems as what... Just the simple mm-hmm. trying to figure out what well, you're going to do with the Canadian teams. The anymore. fact that you have so you many more. You guys talk about whether they were in Europe or everywhere else. I don't care. Canada and, and the United States weren't seeing eye to eye on how to do this. Well, and the fact that you had so many more. And that's. To your point about the NBA. Government. The NBA only had one Canadian team franchise they had to worry about. The NBA got a lot. <laughs> or the NHL. The NHL has got a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'd look it up because we did look. It was like got like five, six eight teams, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So that's that's enough I mean, to really hamper things. It's like one third of the league is in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then yeah, MLB one third somewhere around there. Baseball had one. NBA has one, just one. Yeah, the Toronto they used Raptors. To have two. I can't remember if Vancouver was still mm. a thing or not. No, not anymore. Okay. Yeah. So just one. Wow. That you had to figure out. It's not nearly as close as I thought. Thought so. Although what this does not break down, I guess though, is they could still be Hispanic by origin, but seventy three percent of all MLBs on the twenty six man roster are from the United States. No shit. I would have lost money on that. I Dominican. thought it was. I still don't think that makes sense because I. I but they could. But here's the you thing: just pull a team, and it's almost fifty-fifty. But the one thing we are not taking into account: they could still be United States citizens. Yeah. So um, that seventy-two point three percent are from the United States. That's a, over a thousand. The next closest is the Dominican Republic with one hundred and sixty-nine, eleven percent. Even if you add up the rest of the countries, it's not going to get you close. Oh, but damn! I okay. lost money on that. Me too. It's it, I I've known I I knew that because they they talked about it when MLB had this COVID issue because somebody brought up about the other countries and they're like, well, MLB is going to blame and some national guy was like, they can't blame it on that. Those guys aren't. There's not that many guys and they're like, no, look at all the. He's like, all the best players are somewhat from other countries, but they don't make up the majority. They and that may be board. what that may be what I'm skewed by in my yeah. in my thought Ditto. process is yeah. they are so the Dominican guys are so freaking phenomenal. Yeah, but the problem and, is is that their their number their sheer number is few and far between though. Their overall number, but the ones that get the, there the are ones that really, get there really, really good yeah, are really really good. But yeah, it's still not that great. It's still. I he said like sixty percent were from America somewhere around there, like over sixty. It was in between sixty five and seventy. I don't remember the exact number, but because they they were trying to come up with excuses of why baseball wasn't playing games, and he was like, they can't blame it on that because no, you mean are you talking about from twenty twenty yet still? Yeah, no, they you know why they couldn't play the games because they couldn't fucking decide whether they were going to get paid for not playing. It's true too, <laughs> which is also a horrible optic. Well, yeah, because we're in the me- all people want. You know, this was the theme during twenty twenty. If you guys can remember, 
All we want is some form of normalcy in our lives. Please bring back baseball so at least we can watch it on TV and not think and not have to watch some goddamn thing about COVID. Uh-huh. Yeah. A COVID special. Please. And I'm glad you... And you guys couldn't even do that for, I'm what, gl- three months? I'm glad you brought that up because I think that pissed a lot of people off. And to your point about the NFL, the NFL swooped right in as soon as they could. That's why next year it'll be interesting to see what the numbers are. Yes. Yeah. Of what yes. has come the year after. Mm-hmm. The yes. fallout. Yes. The fallout. Yes. Of what the NFL did. What yes, the, because... The, the reason why I, I wrote this out is is for that specific reason. Because you were showing right me there. up. No, no. Showing you up. Yeah. There's no showing them up. You showed me up. You brought homework. I didn't bring you Oh, homework. fuck. <laughs> I got you. I like no. I mean, I, I want to see... Nerd. <laughs> yeah. I'm a stat machine like the MLB execs. Fucking Brian Keenan. I'm trying to get an exec job. Uh, in the well, that's what Goose Gossage says they all are. I know, right? I'll print you off a diploma from an Ivy League school. And Thank you. You'll get your Please job. Please do. And then I'll just bring in this sheet of paper. And I'll get hired. <laughs> Fucking hired tomorrow. Yeah. But no, the reason why I did that was because I want to see. Is this the year that Major League Baseball loses second place? I think so. And goes to third. Now, just looking at these numbers, they have a long way to go to to fall below the NHL. Yes, but here, okay, so here's something I want to talk about, though. So, you talked about how the MLB has continued to stay in second place over the past five years. Mm-hmm. At 16, though, that gap was really wide in between second and third, right? It was like $4 million. Four billion. I'm sorry, you asked between, what year. Between, what was the gap between, between second MLB and third? MLB and NBA in 16. and 16. Between the NFL and no, no NBA. MLB and NBA. Oh, okay. Uh, it's four. Four, four billion. billion. That's what happened the very next year? What was the gap in between those two? Seventeen. Uh, yeah, and and seventeen. Just for the NBA, we'll just go. Mm-hmm. I'll just say what the NBA. They jumped. Uh, Two billion in revenue. Yeah, but what was the gap between MLB and NBA the next the in following seventeen? Year? In what 17? was the gap? Two billion. So they two point one. They, they cut it in half in one year. So there's something to look at because that was the year in sixteen. That was kind of when Adam Silver started instituting a lot of things that he wanted to do. It was kind of the for in, if if that you're was kind of his watershed year of his tenure. Now, he, he took over a couple years before that, but he wasn't able to get a lot of things done but until then. I, but you can see the money went boom. But I, re- I respect that, though. Like, new commissioner Stern had been there forever. Oh, gosh. He's not really in a position to just wipe away 30 years, however long Stern of was there. Yeah. Of, of No, of just the way they were doing things. Because mm-hmm. he's going he's, he's to piss everyone off. Like, three years was probably good. You know, where he took a few minutes to, you know, figure out. But to go from four to two... Well, it's, it's the, funny because... Because I wanted to see NBA specifically. And MLB has really done a really good job... At holding them at bay, it's gotten 
closer, but then there's been like in the in in 2019, the gap widened. Mm-hmm. Where MLB surpassed them by over two billion. Um, I don't want to get. It was starting to close. Then, then all of a sudden, that one year it just. Went. I don't. I don't want to get too analytical so, with this though. But my non-analytical brain tells me the biggest difference though between the gap. Let's just say it's two billion, the sixteen to seventeen. I bet you it's it's a very small percentage of Major League Baseball franchises that are responsible for their ridiculous profit margin. Whereas I bet it's more balanced among the NBA. Well, that, you I know, mean, that's not even. You know, I, I don't know how those numbers would play out, but sure. when you're looking at the overall health of the league, Major League Baseball may be $2 billion ahead, but that's because the NBA doesn't have six fat cat franchises, whereas Major League Baseball has four, five, maybe six fat cat franchises that are disproportionately responsible for the overall profit margin, whereas I think the NBA, you know, the Lakers are a very profitable the Knicks. The the Knicks, they're they're very profitable brands. Over the but, Pelicans. Yeah, but but I don't think the gap between we'll use the Pelicans. I don't think the gap between the Lakers and the Pelicans is the same gap between the Yankees and the Rockies. Oh God, no! You know, yeah, and, no, and no, when you're looking at the even, overall yeah. health and viability of a league. That shit matters because there there are efforts in the NBA where their overall profit margin. I can say this because it's not my money, but oh, it's only two billion dollars. But it's it's a I think it's a healthier healthier league that you have more viability. Whereas the gap between one and thirty two in Major League Baseball is friggin' ridiculous. And, and, and what, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Roger. Well, and the point I was trying to bring up with with the, with all these gaps and stuff is that, okay, the biggest thing though is that the NBA made a big jump, and because they did things a lot different, they went to the TNT stuff. They started having more games that were on national te- television. Redid a lot of their contracts, and then I talked to you about the advertising and stuff. How players are walking advertisements and their promos of all their star players and stuff, and like. Adam Silver laid all that out to them, though, of how this is how we're going to make more money and stuff. And this is what the what you're seeing. Even though that gap didn't keep closing, it's the fact though is that they made a huge jump one year. When is that next jump going to come? Because obviously the NBA is committed to sure making moons or strides and big strides. Oh sure. Oh yeah. And so yeah. when is that next one going to come? And that's another thing I would like to see with NHL mm-hmm. because. Their big jump is supposed to come soon because what did you say they made two billion during the, the pandemic? Pandemic two point nine, two point nine, so almost three. We'll call it three. Sure. This year they're projected to make over five billion, and it'll be the most they ever made. And that's coming off of that would be no, a tie. Yeah, for the most they ever did. And so in the in, past five, years. yeah, in the past five years. But now they're talking about doing some other things even more to take it beyond that and stuff. Yeah. Because they want to copy what the NBA did to take it to the next level because they see what they did and how they started getting up there. And I think MLB's these, kind of on notice with some of this These stuff. numbers are from April of 2021. 
The New York Yankees were valued at $5.2 billion. Yeah. Miami Marlins are $990 million. They're not even a billion. <laughs> I realize that's a lot of money. That's a lot. It's a pretty big discrepancy between your first and your last. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That could be misleading, though. I'm not sure. Sh- do you think the Cowboys and the Chiefs are worth the same? No. No, but <clears throat> I don't think the disparity between the number one and number 30 is going to be what, <clears throat> what that was. Uh, let's, well, let's not go with number one and number 30. Oh, you're, you're saying number one. The value. The, the value. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. The disparity. I you meant as far as the, no. the first, the, the best team and the worst team. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Because, like, the Cowboys are probably the most popular team. They're the highest valued. And they're, they're the highest valued. And I just off the top of my head, I can't imagine Jacksonville Jaguars being the number two most valued team. No. <laughs> so i got to imagine that they're way down there. Uh, new York. Wow, that must be a New York thing. I can't. I think this is 2021. This is from Forbes. Uh, the Knicks are $5.8 billion. So they're almost we're right up there with the fucking Yankees. Why? And the last... The fucking Knicks, man. They're the oldest team. They're the oldest team in NBA, man. Well, I prove the Memphis Grizzlies are the worst, and they're still worth over a billion. They're worth more than the Marlins. 1.5 billion. And what's frightening is... City of you're talking a franchise in the city of Miami and a franchise in the city of fucking Memphis. No offense, Memphis. Well, I, I, great city sometimes. <laughs> that, sometimes. That, that blows me away because just based off of where people play alone, baseball stadiums are worth way more than a fucking basketball arenas. Size. So just off of that alone, you you should be able to fucking clear a bill. <laughs> you know. And especially Memphis Grizzlies, Mem- they don't really and, play and I, that great of an no. arena. <laughs> well, the, is Memphis. there any arenas worth a billion dollar? I mean, Madison Square Garden's probably that's, the, only that's one. the only one. Well, because of property value. Yeah, but I'm saying if you were to build a fucking stadium, is it are they worth a billion? Yeah, um, Rogers Center, where the Lakers play, is worth it. That well, and the, the, I've not I've seen the outside of it, not the inside, but where the Thunder play is, it's it's yeah, pretty it's, fancy. It's pretty fancy. Is it worth a billion dollars no. to build, though? That's what I'm trying to say. Probably not. I don't know, but they're worth... I mean, we haven't had really the, a billion dollar stadiums or arenas the Oklahoma, until Oklahoma City is not exactly Miami either. Yeah. Well, where are they at? $1.63 billion in the middle of the Midwest. And they're worth more than the Miami Marlins. They're in freaking Miami. That alone should well. Well, don't. Hey, hey. You better stop doing this because you're gonna make the uh, you're gonna make Manfred right. Fuck Manfred. <laughs> by, set, by well, you should you should invest. You in ran the, a better in, in the goddamn you ran stock a, market. You run a better league. Your teams be worth more money. That's my fucking response to <laughs> Manfred. You do a better fuck. So the basketball team in Miami, two point three billion. Mm. Pat Riley is what they're worth. Isn't Pat Riley still the owner? No, nope. oh, Mickey no. Arison. Mickey, yeah, yeah, Arison, that's right. Pat Riley's the chairman CEO. I keep forgetting. Wow. 
Well, two point three billion. You and said? we can we can all that's the same city. We can all easily say that that has been a poorly managed. The Marlins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've in, got two fucking of, World Series. Just titles. in terms of the head office. Oh the, well, they just let Jeter go this week. Yeah. Well, I mean, no. As far as managerial wise and what the playing oh, the field is. They're not any better or worse than anybody else. But that doesn't I'm talking about the upper it's a management clusterfuck. shit. It's Ownership. A yeah, it's a clusterfuck. Yeah. What's the Bobcats at? <laughs> Worth more than the fucking Royals. Because, to me, that doesn't always determine that. Your value. What? The managerial decisions. And Charlotte what? Hornets. You mean to play the, on the field? Charlotte yeah. Hornets are yeah. worth the exact same amount as the Royals. $1.5 billion. No, and that's why I was just trying to tell him. I don't think the play on the field matters too much. It's what's going on in in the upper management. I don't think that matters either. Oh, sure it does. No, it doesn't. The Hornets are one point five billion, and that's a terribly run organization. Well, the Knicks are also awful. The the Knicks are the worst run organization in the fucking world, and they're worth they're worth the most between baseball. But like Miami, Miami, for example, have made. Bad decision after bad decision off of their stadium. That thing, I don't know who owns what and what kind of debt there is to that. But but they fucked that thing up. But that's because baseball is so allowed that's what things I'm saying like that. that. Everybody gets allowed those kind of mistakes, but they fucking eat it or they stick with it. Fucking Marlins will fucking try to sell it. You know, the second they can, they're because they're moronic. There's just a lot Base, of bad. There's a lot of bad Baseball is fucked up. Stop. The Sacramento Kings. Stop. Because are fourteen. Are they're four, two billion dollars for, and they play in a shithole arena <laughs> in a shithole town. And they are. You were making man for your fucking point. You wanna you wanna make a No, I'm not making Stop reading fix your fucking product. Stop reading I don't give a fuck what you got to say after this. Stop <laughs> reading those. Okay? Oh my god. Say. I loved it. I made him more bad than anything looking uh, up. The what? fucking Sacramento Kings are worth more than the Royals! So can we and the Kings are the Royals have in my lifetime won two World Series. So you got what? Do you, what do you got in your the couch? The Kings here? have never. The Kings have never been to the finals. So what do you got in your couch cushion? <laughs> Let's start. <laughs> my, Can the three of the, us? <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll cash in our. Well, our according to that, we might be able to buy the Marlins before too long. Can get the Marlins? We don't got to come up with a billion. <laughs> That's a start. <laughs> we haven't hit one billion yet. Outside of the NHL, that's that's probably oh. the only professional teams that are under a billion. Well, don't let's not bring that. No, up. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to go there because I, I want to. NBA to MLB is as close to apples to apples as we're. Well, yeah, at. that and it's hard to determine what 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 do they call their money in uh, Canada? Is it like a schlackling or something? No, they they're, don't do that anymore. They're they're dollars. They're U.S. dollars. Well, they use Canadian money, but they're... No, they transfer it over to U.S. dollars now. What? Yeah. The NHL, to to combat the Canadian dollar discrepancy... Uh, I've had enough. Gotcha. The goddamn... You see what I mean? I see what you... I got gotcha. you. To the combat Toronto Maple Leafs are worth 4.5 kashnickles. 
God I'll, damn it! I'll tell you my story. Well, it's not a Kishnickle, it was I'll, just a Canadian I'll, dollar. I'll tell you my story about going to Hungary off air with the money. That was fucking hysterical. But, but... During the last strike, the NHL I got you. realized that that was a problem, so they started making everything. That makes sense. Dollar. Ease of or Bitcoin, or Bitcoin no, it didn't exist the last the last time that came. It up. may not exist by the next one. You never know with fucking Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, you never know where that's gonna go. You could buy the so, Marlins and lose the Marlins in the same week. Yeah. So with all that though, um. So do you think what does baseball need to make sure they stay in second? Because I think they're going to fall out third after this year. Well, not this year, but from last year. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Once all the revenue dollars, we get yeah. all the stats. Because where I got it does the, take a where I time. got these stats, 2020 was as far as it went. Yeah, sure. As new sure. as oh, it yeah. was, yeah. so yeah. it takes a long time for this yeah. to get. So it will have to wait till. And it probably it, a whole other fucking. Uh, and I'll say <laughs> I'll say that these numbers will probably shrink. I'll tell you for the I, NBA and the NM, uh, MLB. Um, it'll be twenty twenty two. I I have a very pessimistic outlook. I don't think there's anything they can do to keep from falling to third. I don't either. I don't think there's anything they can do. If they miraculously said baseball starts on time right now, I think it's too late because. Basketball has been rolling right along. No issues. Because I, I think that... Outside of canceling games for a week, but I that's saw a, not going to hurt that sport. I that saw much. a tweet. I'm assuming this person is a um, coach of some sort. And the person's tweet said, My middle schoolers don't watch baseball anyway, and they don't even know what a lockout is. That's a problem for you. Because the middle school kids don't even care anyway, and I and I, I have a I have a pessimistic outlook about it because I think they were already in bad shape hanging on to that spot anyway, and I think a lot of the other stuff we've talked about with accessibility and TV and competitive balance and all that were a problem. But now when you have this open, you're airing all your dirty laundry in front of the whole sports world to see there is there are there are going to be people and i probably fall into this category if they miss 30 games and they start playing i'm still going to fucking go because i'm stupid well but you're you two i think this is kind of where we're going to go you two are diehards but we're not we and we're well we're a different generation too but but you fall under the diehard category Sure. A fan. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm I, splitting it up I to casual so. and diehard. And that's... Well, YouTube. no, and I'll go, I'm going to... Go, where I was going with it... We, we did watch the well, Royals in a rain-lengthened doubleheader against the Expos. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's the well, that was your stupidity for getting us out there. I'm, <laughs> even though I wanted to go, I'm blaming you. It doesn't matter. You stayed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All day. All day. <laughs> And we lost right. both games. And half the night. So, No, what I was going to say is the, the greatest example I can give you is what happened this morning and this afternoon listening to local radio. And I, I've already told Roger this. Like The morning show guys, they kind of re- represent you and I, Rod, uh, uh, Matt. Kind of the, the 50-ish mm-hmm. time framers there. And, and what they said was, 
you know what? I don't care that if this strike goes until June, if if by July first they say baseball's back on, I'm gonna watch because I'm an idiot and I love watching it. So then the next next guys come in that mid afternoon guy that uh, Anderson we don't really care about much yeah. for, but he kind of represents Rogers' time. The the thirty ishers plus or minus in there, and they were they were laughing. Like I I'd be honest with you, I couldn't give a shit less if baseball comes back or not. Like if it starts back up, you know what I'll watch. But I'm I'm not I'm not sitting around on my you know on the edge of my seat. I'm not angry. I don't I don't I don't these people don't make me mad at all. I don't care. I don't care. And I think that sums up probably the American population at this point. You and me, Matt, at, with our age group, we're fucking bitter and we're mad and we're angry and, and we want goddamn baseball back right fucking now because you guys are just you're destroying the game and guys in Rogers bracket and I'd say if you go younger than it's Rogers, worse than Rogers, it's worse David. than that. Yeah, what strike? Yeah, they're what? <laughs> oh, they're not playing. Yeah, oh. yeah. What a shame. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but that 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 time zone of they're like, I'll watch when they come back, but I'm not gonna fucking keep flipping on my TV to make sure they're back on, and I'm not gonna make any exerted efforts. To make sure you can watch it, they you, you don't you don't care enough. You care, but not enough that you're gonna have to jump through any hoops to. They make me to work make for this it. Happen. I'm out. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Where Matt and I will be, we'll jump through a few hoops. We won't. We won't get too. Yeah. We're not gonna. I'll give you a few. We're not gonna get too crazy yeah. about it, but we'll jump through a couple hoops to do it. Yeah. And then anybody younger than you is just you know, just forget it. They're then they're not jumping through hoops. If they accidentally run into a program where baseball is on, they're changing the channel immediately. It's like oh god, boring. My son is fourteen years old. He is not a baseball fan, and he watches me go cuckoo for cocoa puffs mm-hmm. about baseball. None of his friends are baseball fans. Like, when they come over, they're not wearing Royals shit. I never hear him talk about baseball. He could give two shits. And my son's not really much of a sports fan, but you know what he watches every Sunday? Fucking football. He watches football. Sure. You don't, you know, I never caught him watching baseball before. And when it's making you know, it sound like he, you caught him masturbating or something. <laughs> that would actually be pretty cool if it was baseball. Keep yeah. it up, keep it up, son. Here's a towel. He wishes. But <laughs> boy, you're gonna go blind doing that. Dad, I'm over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, I was his age. Uh, half my wardrobe is royal shit. I am. Now, over half of his is Chiefs, isn't um, it? I have not bought him a Royals-related item since 2015. 
tells you a lot. Does. Part, part of it too is is uh, I mean this is kind of something with a problem in MLB is I think the biggest problem is just the teams that like in Kansas City there's super low lulls. Well, Flanagan you go from winning in fifteen and having these winning seasons to Jeffrey Flanagan to was on the radio today and he went off on a tirade. And he basically said, doesn't matter. I think I agree with him. He said, doesn't matter what they come up with because they're going to get a deal done. Because they're going to get a deal done. And they're like, that just means for the next 10 years, it's going to be the same six teams in contention every year. And then he said, here's what you have to do if you if you want to get into the mix. It takes you eight years. You finally build a team up. You better get your shot, i.e. the Royals. And then you'll go back into the oblivion, and no, it'll take didn't. another eight years to crawl out of it. And he talked a lot about the conversation he was having with the radio guy. We've talked about before on the difference between the, the NFL and the NHL with the competitive balance part that he was like, they'll get a deal done. But it won't be any – what it won't solve is the larger problem of all your good teams being concentrated – and then, you know, he was like, can you imagine how much awesome the product would be if you actually had to jettison some of this talent that's stockpiled on these six teams? Well, and this this is, I, I Roger and I had this conversation, and he kind of disagreed with me a little bit on this, but Shock. the uh, money ball, that to me was the only alternative these small market teams have in competing with the bigger markets. It's like, what can we do on a budget to stay competitive? And that's where Moneyball fell into place. Well, when it became successful enough, even the Yankees and the Dodgers and the other teams started fucking picking that up too. And now everybody does... Moneyball to a to a degree, and it's ruining baseball because you want to analyze the shit out of everything instead of just going out there and fucking playing baseball. I think I said this last week. Uh, Goose Gossage was one on a tirade. He did, but one of the things was is like uh, he's like this fucking shift. This is it's, it's incredible to me. That people will shift and still get out because you're hitting it right to where they shift. He's like, my time we tried shifting one time on one guy and he bunted five fucking times and got on base. We quit shifting. I heard it today. Kevin Seitcher was on the radio today. They talked. They asked him specifically about the shift. He goes, "Don't ever change the shift. I love." The shift. Because he could hit. Yeah. He could hit. Yes. To all fields. Yes. And he wants, he's still, he's the Atlanta Braves. Hitting coach. Hitting coach. Yeah. And he is all for the shift. Because what he, he is trying to get kids now to hit against the shift. Or just bunt. Who gives a shit about hitting home run or, or whatever. No, man. And it's amazing. We're talking about big league player. 
These guys are bitching about how much they're making or not making or whatever. Fucking be better. How about that? Figure out how to not hit in the fucking against the shift. You fucking idiots. The most of them, most shifts have got third third base is so wide open. Oh, from third to second base is there's nobody there sometimes. You can't hit it there. You're a professional. You're a hitter. professional baseball player, and you can't hit it there. People get, would get stop shifting. Better. People would stop get better. shifting. Yeah. You want more money? Learn to hit out of the shift. I just I don't know. I'm on a tirade now again. You ready for happens. the counter argument? <laughs> what, what, what's your counter? You got a counter argument to what? You well, like the shift? No. Stats. No. Analytics. No. Oh. Baseball doesn't pay those guys. Pay which guys? No, he's no, he's, he's a th- no. Touche. If the guys hit out of the shift and they're just good hitters, baseball doesn't reward those guys. Oh, you're right. I got they no only argument. they only reward the home run hitters. I get, so why the fuck would you ever hit hit um, in, out of a shift when you need to hit a home run to get paid ten million dollars? I year? wish. Um, <laughs> I, they don't. He had, he had no they, arguments they, from they yesterday. Talked about, or, they, today, they, yeah. today, yeah. they talked about this um, on MLB Network this week. And I think it was Harold Reynolds talking about a conversation he had with Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson's an ass, don't get me wrong. But one of the things he was talking about was as good of a hitter as Reggie Jackson was, and he was a really good hitter, he would trade a out for an RBI. That was about the only way he would concede an out. But I'm going to get an RBI out of this. They don't care about that now. They don't want... I think that was one of the reasons why when the Royals were, particularly in 15, because they had kind of hit their groove, I don't think teams knew how to play them. Because they played a very anti-MLB version of baseball. Their starting pitching was okay. Their bullpen was dynamite. And they really didn't try to hit home runs. And and there's the, Scott and I have listened to it ad nauseum, and it's hilarious, but these Mets broadcasters that we would listen, we listened to the day after the, we found YouTube after the Royals won the World Series, one of the things that frustrated them about the Royals was even their outs were, were effective. Because they moved people over. We laughed this so fucking hard. Familia. Was their closure, the Mets' closure during the World Series? Only one time did he fail to do his job. And he blew three saves. And he blew three saves! You know what the one time was that he failed to do his job? When he gave up that first... That, he that, pitched that, Alex. He pitched to Alex Gordon and he hit a home run. That was the only time in that whole entire World Series he failed... To do what his job was, which was to just get outs. Every run that was scored against Familia after that was unearned. Was a was an out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of them was an out that we got to run on. But you're right. The, the <clears throat> they 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 are only. I'm not gonna argue with you. They only are rewarding that. Well. 
Just like the Juan Soto's of you know, we overseas. we had to laugh about it. Look what Soler did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he did the same thing he did here. He either struck out or hit a home run. He got hot, like he would occasionally get here. Seitzer was talking about him and, specifically today on the radio. You know, he said he became kind of a, a bit, a little bit of a head case. You know, when he was in Kansas City, he came to Atlanta, but he didn't become a head case anymore. No, I, but but you know what? He's going to get paid again because he did yes, it. He is. Oh, he's going to get paid big money. You know, but yes, that's not. And I, I realize I'm not a baseball, but he's not going to duplicate that. It's not going to happen again. But he's going to get. But probably not. But the. But the, but, but the it's, we don't, yeah. It's if, like, if, if he gets 40 home runs, having, I don't know if anybody's going to bitch at it. Having, but the odds are he's not going to do it. Having watched him. him strike out, and I'm exaggerating on purpose, 11 times in a row, I'm really not that grateful when he finally hits the home run in the 12th at bat. <laughs> but that's my, that's, that's my opinion of baseball. But it also depends on nowadays... Depends on when he hit that home run. But they don't care about getting people on base either. No. <laughs> no reward. You know, he's that guy that he's going to hit 30 home runs and only drive in 50 RBIs, and you got 30 of them with your own hit. I mean, these are these are the things that's kind of wrong with baseball. Is like the guys that play the intangible positions. There's no spot for those guys on these teams anymore now, unlike in other sports. Which goes back to the analytics discussion. Yeah, they've just analyzed this thing to death. Yeah, but but I think the other problem though is what baseball values now. Yeah, it's beyond the. No, it's not. It's analytics. What do they value? You look at it. What would, was that? You or me that were talking about? The war. Was that yesterday yeah. we discussed mm-hmm. this? That well, I, I can't remember. How, the the players want how that was. The, the players want the top twenty percent to have quicker access to arbitration or free agency, and they want to base the top twenty percent on war. Okay, which is funny because again, like you said, war is disputable. Depends on which stat you want to look or stat book you want to look at is what. Constitutes war, wins against replacement mm-hmm. is is what we're talking about, not but not the Russian war, but so, but 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 so so with that being said, some some nerd prints out a piece of paper and is only looking at war and said, okay, we need to sign this guy, this guy, and this guy because they got one of some of the highest wars. You know what's crazy about that? I'm glad that you read my mind. Mm. I remember when Alex Gordon was sucking horribly the next to last year he was here. His war was actually respectable because he got credit for the defensive part. And if the nerd is looking at that and goes, oh, this guy's war is whatever, we can probably get him cheap. You, you realize that's Alex Gordon and he cannot hit out of a wet paper bag. But you're going to put him in the top 20%? Because I, I get it, he's a defensive, defensive machine. machine, but I gotta get something out of you at the goddamn plate. More than striking out or rolling over to second. 
Because that was another guy that was always out on every freaking ship. Well, and that's where, and that is where your money ball comes into uh, play. Is where we can afford that guy. Yeah. We can't afford mm-hmm. Solaire. But you Let's know, Solaire out there, we can't afford him. Well, and we're not even really looking at his war. My counter, because we just want to make sure that he can hit forty fucking home I, runs. Money ball. Works to a point. Mm-hmm. Analytics. We've seen work, that time and time again. Analytic works to a point, and all I got to, all I will point out, and it's kind of the mic drop and walk off. Ned Yost and his old school way of thinking has been to more World Series than the fucking A's have with their oh. analytic beanball shit. I got another. And, I got something else. Keep talking. And I'm not. I'm not saying Ned Yost was 100 right. Because, my God. Well, but that was kind of the point I brought up to him is that, and, you know, it's a little off topic why he looks for what he's looking for, but in MLB, it hasn't proven that analytics is a successful venture what's every your, time. What's your definition of success? Yeah. You, you know, because it's like, I, you know, the, the A's were actually on a really good run there for a while where they were getting into the playoffs. But they don't win anything. Yeah, and then and then it's like and then and then like as a fan base, you have (laughs) you have this. Scott and I have joked about this. It was like, man, would you rather be pretty good for six years in a row, or would you rather suck for five and then win the World Series? And it's a legit question. And it's a bit rhetorical because I think everybody's going to look at it differently, but. Kind of like winning the World Series. I do too. But I just also hate sucking. So but I, but I do. I, you have to lose a hundred games to suck so bad. Can you? Can, can you, you lose eighty? Can you do almost five hundred at least? <laughs> I mean, I can understand the losing part. Yeah, it's the hundred. It's like you it's either literally are the best team in the game or you're the worst. Can we find a middle ground? Yeah. But but. Well, that's but, been the local radio guy at Carrington's problem. Well, and, and to your there's point... No, there's no middle ground. I'll, it's I'll, I'll, I'll segue off of it, off of value. So, I saw a discussion about um, salaries. And Harold Reynolds was talking. And I do like listening to Harold Reynolds talk baseball, because he does know baseball. And the minimum salary for Major League Baseball keeps climbing. Yeah. And... One of the things that everyone at this table and anyone who happens to be listening everywhere, you all understand what compression happens. And when you keep raising the minimum salary, but you don't do anything for the people that are already there, those guys in the middle end up making less money. Yes. What happens in Major League Baseball is you keep increasing the minimum salary, those top 20% are making all the money, and then you have this added dimension and he was concerned about the con- trying to address something with these with the pay structure in Major League Baseball because we talked about this last week with Mustakas, where he thought he was going to get a payday. So Reynolds pointed out, you know, if the league minimum gets to seven hundred and eighty-seven thousand dollars, let's say that guy you're, you're seven hundred eighty-seven thousand, the guy that's a little more accomplished. It's going to cost you $4 million. But he's really not that much better than the guy at $787,000. Why would you sign the guy at $4 million? 
you're going to sign the guy at seven hundred and eighty-seven thousand, and now you've you've got you've created this problem for the guy that's got a few more years of service, a little bit more experience, but he's just not as good. And then you just keep replacing that guy at four million for the next guy that's at seven hundred and eighty-seven thousand or whatever the minimum is. Their 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 economics it just because we've we all know that it's even become a phrase in the NFL salary cap casualty, but it's predictable and you know when that's going to happen and you know who those guys are and those guys typically go get a new job they just go to a different team whose cap issues are different i.e. Justin Houston i.e. Justin Houston yes <clears throat> yeah because he still made the same amount of money but the he Chiefs technically made more <laughs> the Chiefs could not afford him Colts could yeah you know and then you had a guy like um, uh, Robinson he at the market well he had to go play somewhere the Giants offered him basically what his salary would be for years of service. It wasn't a crap ton of money. He basically went back to the Chiefs for the same money, a little less. Because the market kind of said, well, you're really not. And the Chiefs got are like, well, we've got to have a fourth wide receiver. It might as well be you. Mm-hmm. You know? But all that was predictable also. Like, I, Justin Houston, we all knew Justin Houston was leaving. We all knew it. We knew, knew Hitchens was going to get released at some point. You know, we know something's going to get done with Frank Clark. You know, but Major League Baseball, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. In regard to what? I mean, because... I was talking about the compression part of it. We talked about on the phone the other day where there's not that much... There may not be much difference between the guy that makes $4 million and the guy that makes 787000 because of years of service. He's up to almost... He's getting close to a million. What did we listen to on the radio? Because we were listening to another ball player talk, and and they, they were, or maybe you weren't, maybe you didn't hear this, but I told you about it. Like, well, baseball is now at a, a conundrum because the owners were getting screwed. They felt like by paying these big contracts out to the older guys. Sure, you know the the, the, the superstars, and they weren't the, the end of their contracts were shit. Oh, they were, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, pool holds. Yeah. Last two years has been. <laughs> so the statement on that was, well, okay, fine. Start raising the rates on the younger players then. Start paying them. Well, you know what the owner's out on that is? We don't know what we got yet. Yeah. Who are you going to put? <laughs> Other than the only the five or six guys out there that you know are solid through and through, and yeah, maybe the last couple of years of their deal might be shit, but you're going to get a good five years. Or, like Cabrera. Yeah. That's well, a good one to look well, at. Well, it's a bad one, because that was, he, he's still got another few years, and he's been shit for about four. But, but yeah, I mean, it was like mm. a 12-year deal or some shit like that. Six or seven of it's been pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. But the rest of it's a shit ball. And the money just keeps going up. But like, you know, Scherzer. He's pretty gonna be pretty reliable. To you know, he, he might lose it one day, but for now it's all good. But who are you gonna pay? Hey, solve that salary cap. 
Shut your mouth. Shut your All dirty, that filthy goes away mouth. with a floor and a cap. But they don't want to hear it. Shut your Neither mouth. side wants to hear it, which is very amazing to Isn't me. Isn't that great? That's one thing they can agree on? Yeah. Which I, I still I don't, don't know. Understand. I, I, I bet if you got uh, John Sherman in a corner, I bet he'd be like, yes, please. Well, but he doesn't matter. Yeah, he I know he does not matter, but... Minority voice. Yes, but I bet he you he's matter. one of the... Oh, there are probably six ten of them. that are out there that are like... There's at least six. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They yes, don't matter. Please. I know. Because the I, Dodgers want to be able to spend what the Dodgers can spend, the Do- the Red Sox, the Yankees. The, the teams that want cap and floor are Royals, I would say... Rockies. Cle- Cleveland. Brewers. Brewers. Pirates. Pirates. Rays. Rays. Diamondbacks. I would even go out on a limb and say some of the Rangers, maybe even too. Some of those sure. kind of teams, mm-hmm. they would be okay with it because I think the Rangers would because the Rangers' history has been the only time they've been good is when they have had to break the bank. Yeah, they'd probably like to get that balance, you know. A little. And they still ain't one. And they still ain't won nothing with it. But those couple of teams they put together, they broke the bank to go to those back-to-back World Series. And that's kind of why I think they've sucked for so long because the owner's like, God damn, I spent a lot of money and didn't win shit. Yeah, and I think he would like to see, well, it's new ownership now from that. Sure. But they would like to see a little more balance on that kind of stuff. Something else I heard on the radio today, it was in jest. You can't do this. It's not realistic. But what we owe... The Royals right now for the stadium. All that, if if we're not playing baseball, all that goes back to the owner until oh. they play baseball. Oh. So that can't be realistic. You can't do that. But what I would like to add to this that I did not hear, they want a downtown ballpark. How about we make that part of the contract? If we... Allow a new if the voters vote yes for a new downtown ballpark. Have it in contract saying from this day forward, any any stoppage of play, that bill goes to you until we pick it back up again. I love it. You're gonna have to get creative with stuff like that if you're going to get the public partnership now. I think. Because I, 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 there's not the... You're not getting one today. No. Um, baseball's different. And, you know, when... You had, two, you, had, you had two things going really well from the Royals from, from day one. And it all goes back to Kaufman. He was a good owner. He was, a, he was perceived to be a good dude. He did a lot of good stuff. And then he put a winning product out on the field. So when if he needed something or, it, you know, to keep the fan, the fans were always behind him. They were always behind the Royals. Uh, it, the times have changed. No, they haven't because I, I'll tell you this much. I'll, I'll, you know, people have been talking good things about John Sherman. There's been some people that have asked him for things, you know, like you know, tickets for some kids or something. He's been he's been more than willing to to open up his pocketbook and do that kind of stuff and 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 help out people and stuff like that. But he didn't become a billionaire. Oh sure, because he gives away all of his money. He's sure. also a shrewd. Sure. Just like 
just like what we can say about Kaufman now. Yeah, yeah. He was a motherfucker. But Kaufman was but a I motherfucker. Think the, but I think the biggest difference, though, is that Kaufman, Kaufman got in on the ground floor of that before people were pissed off about the notion of cities helping teams get stadiums. I think politically, in the larger spectrum, there are people that are like, no, fuck no, you're a billionaire. Build your own goddamn stadium. And I don't think Kaufman faced that kind of resentment. And it's not not just Sherman. I think most places are that way now. Because politically, that's what's happened. That it's like, why am I building a billionaire stadium? Why am I tax dollars? I ain't going to that damn game. Yeah. You know, the John Q. Citizen. And you know what the answer to that is? Well, the you could argue you benefit from it. Well, they, they mentioned something about this today on the radio. And it backs you up. A million percent. Statistics constantly show over and over and over and over again downtown ballparks are bad for cities. They don't make money. Here is where you're dead fucking wrong. And those statistics are dead fucking wrong. The survivability of a city is going to depend upon what you can do in said city. Touche. You you gonna what you gonna, what are you gonna go do downtown? Right now it's power and light district. We got we got that kind of stuff, and I don't know maybe you can get a, an event at Sprint Center, but you're not going to get anybody to show up there if there's no fucking football, or there's no baseball, or there's no basketball, or there's no hockey. Otherwise, you're just a flyover state. Why in the fuck would I stop there? And People like to say, oh, you know what, I would never give any money to any sports team because I don't give a fuck about them. You better. Because that's the only reason why some of these cities are the way they are. You you, you, you cannot, you're going to be nothing more than a flyover state. I'll say this you much. You don't have that. Bad timing Period. for the Royals because I would not be bringing up a downtown what, ballpark again. Or? All I would I wouldn't be bringing up. Sports. I wouldn't be bringing up a downtown ballpark with all this nonsense going on. How many how many people are huge hockey fans? Mm-hmm. And maybe they they'd all like to one day go to every hockey stadium like I want to go to every baseball stadium. Yeah. There's people out there that want to do that. Oh man, there's a huge game. I got to go see. I I'm I'm in I'm in Buffalo, New York. I am driving to Kansas City to watch the the Chiefs and Buffalo play. Is there any reason for somebody from Buffalo, New York to be here if it wasn't for that? Probably not. Now, I will say there are some cities that are really doing really good out there without professional teams. So, Who? Austin. How, how close is the uh, closest stadium? Not. Not close is the answer. They're like the number two best city to live in in the whole United States. And they don't have a professional team. So there are ways to do it, but it's tough. I will agree with you there. It's tough. But it can be done because there are cities that are really thriving and doing really great. And they don't have a pro team. And I'll say that that is a 
exception to the rule as opposed to the rule. Uh, I know you're one always, thing. You're always going to have a rule. I have enough. And you're always going to have an exception to true. it. I have enough faith in and John for, Sherman as a businessman that he probably is like, fuck. Because I'll tell you right he's now, not going to be able to try that. Because And I'll tell you that right now. Take the Chiefs and the Royals out of here, and what do you got? In Kansas City. You think it's going to thrive as well as Austin is without any, anything? Nope. Probably not. No. There would have to be a lot of changes. There is nothing fucking here. Yeah. Nothing. Besides the T-Mobile Center? You could the... you could get some of the Big 12. Yeah. Um, you can get some of that, but that's that's going to be it. But and now you're still talking about something sports related, and Austin has that. What sports? They still have the uh, in, uh, Longhorns. Longhorns. Still yeah. a destination. Yeah, yeah. Do you still draw on people? Yeah, you are. But the problem is, it's still one team, and it's college, so uh, it makes a big difference. It does. You still have to have sports. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying there are there are cities out there that are making it and are being able to combat that. It's well, tough. It's very tough, and that's not what makes that, you a big city. I don't, I don't, I don't have anybody fleeing to Fargo. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but my next best example is Tulsa. Tulsa is they're one of the top probably 50 cities, and they don't have any sports to really speak of. They don't, but you can still go to an Oklahoma City Thunder game, which isn't that far away. Yeah, an hour and a half. Two, almost two. I mean, You're it's not, close, but it's not. As a I wouldn't sport, say you close. are not endearing yourself to the masses wanting assistance when you behave like the way they're behaving now. No, but you know what? That's that's going to be one of the, the, the things that I think the owners are still relying on is hey you want to kill your city fucking don't come see us you gotta you, I can't I'm trying to think of a but is there a is there but, a okay. is there a baseball city that's but, just baseball and there's nothing else like football basketball hockey that there's nothing else there no <sighs> but you know my argument that would be where are you gonna go fucker where are you going to take your team? True. Yeah. Fuck off. Oh, oh, you don't like it here? Go to Fargo, fucker. Well, here's the pro- here's the problem though. Is baseball doesn't give a shit about holding people down. Okay, but so they, they when was get... the last time a major league baseball team moved? Washington. Okay, prior to that, when was the next one? And I'm not talking like in the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like they built the new rare. <laughs> yeah, it's stadium rare. next door or something. Yeah, no. Um. Uh, oh, off the top of my head, Mariner, uh, Mariners became the Pilots became the Rangers, and then the Mariners showed up. Braves went from Milwaukee to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. But that was um, a Kansas, long, Kansas City. The A's went from seventies. Oakland. Uh, that was well, probably 60s. one of sixties. Was that the most Kansas City most recent one before the Expos and the Nationals? Was the sixties? What I'm saying is, is like I get the owner's point. You want to kill your city? Oh, you want to stop making money, fucker? Go find somebody else to take you. They're always just like what we've talked about too, where 
where where Manfred said it's it's better to put your money in the stock market than it is a baseball team. Then go put your money I, in the fucking no, stock what I'm market. No, what I'm saying, there has never been a time in history where everybody in the world is just like, somebody sells a team and they're like, nah, we're good. We're I not, think I'm a fold and I'm just going to put not, my... We're not going to buy this team. There's always a buyer. So with that being said, there's always a city. I can't, I can't sit here and list off but the problem, fifteen they, cities but here's for the you, problem. But, baseball but it is, can happen. Baseball has so many teams. You're literally starting to run out of a metropolitan area big enough to support one. Well, I'll give you one right now, Charlotte. <clears throat> what would be a, t- a a place that you could move if if somebody if some city was to say "fuck you, baseball, get out of here." But you know what? Sure. You know what Memphis. I would. You know what I would argue though. You're going to have problems because they've been trying to get a team. But you know what you're. So pro- you're going to have the. They the, haven't said no. You are going to have the same problem in Charlotte that you have in Tampa, because they're all Braves fans. For now. Well, how long has Tampa Bay been in Florida? Twenty years. 90, they don't draw over the shit. They don't draw over the shit. They don't draw over the shit. Remember when that last expansion? And you're going to dump a team, and I, I, I'm not, I'm not. I get your point. Yeah. But my argument would be, okay, go to fucking North Carolina, because as bad as the Orioles are, they their fan base is is cemented. The Nationals have won a World Series. You're going to be some craptastic franchise team or move team, and Atlanta, which in my lifetime at least from wins and losses, has been one of the most successful franchises in my lifetime. Major League Baseball is at a point you really, there aren't that many more places you can go. Salt Lake City? I don't think that's any better <laughs> than going here. Uh, Portland was a but they, option I've heard one time too. But so. they, I heard that too, but they, they still haven't done it. The only other one's Vegas. You know? Yeah, Vegas would be a, that'd be a prime spot. Pete Rose so, could be a manager sure. again. The only, co-owner. The only baseball <laughs> team that's by themselves is the Padres. Now. Now. Yeah. That hadn't always been the case, but yeah, now. So only team. That's by yeah. themselves. And, and that's and, only been, and, what, two years? And I would... Something like that, yeah. This whole, like, I'm going to move, I want a stadium crap, it's so Major League Baseball because you just you can't fucking get along with anybody, can you? You can't even get along with the fucking city that you're in. You can't get along with yourselves. You, you know, uh, it's it's ridiculous. It is. It's totally ridiculous. It's 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 ridiculous. Yeah. It, it it just it breaks my heart. It really does. No, it does. It. it you know, baseball is just a. There. I know. I'm, I'm just talking to you, Matt, because Rogers like whatever. <laughs> But the Super Bowl ends. I'll give you another week to talk about football. And I'm ready for baseball. And I am so ready for baseball, I can't even hardly fucking stand it anymore. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I'm ready I, for March Madness. Yeah, I, I could skip it. <laughs> let, me know when it let me know when it starts. I get no hype for it, though. Yeah, I don't know. I'm ready for basketball. Man. I am now. Yeah, you don't have an option now. I'm <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm still not either. But <laughs> what uh, else are you gonna watch? Though? I'll watch it. I'm just saying that I'm gonna have. 
I'll do that hockey, buddy. I'm gonna watch it. I'm just not I'm, like the hype, the build up to it. I don't have. I'm just kind of ready for it to start. But I'll watch it. I'll admit that. I, I'll I, watch I told it. Matt this the other night. You know what really makes me matter than anything else hmm. is this is the reason why I go off and I say stupid shit. <laughs> About all the Royals are going to win the World Series. You know, in February. It's because we get a chance to watch these kids in the spring. Spring training stuff. You know, we're getting robbed of that. Yeah. We'll never, ever, in our whole entire life, ever get to see Melendez and Bobby Witt and... um, uh, 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 the first baseman. First baseman. Um, Prado. Prado. Thank you. Yeah. Prado. In spring training. All together. All together. Fighting for a roster gonna, spot. Yeah. Wondering if they're going to make the club. With because all by the time, those by time we get, By the time we get something happening, which at best, the guy on the radio said, what, May? Mid-May mid is the best case scenario. And you know what cracks me up there? We're not going to see them because they're going to either be on the team or they're just going to be back in the minors. And, and you know what? You know what cracked me? You know what cracks me up with that too? Like I wondered why there was this arbitrary date in May. It's because the owners are guaranteed their money through May. They start the, losing money on that day after twenty-five days. Yeah. And right, that's 25 why, games. And that's why, because yeah. I, I was wondering why there was this arbitrary date. I'm like, well, that, that seems weird. You know, because baseball doesn't, it, it, it plays most days, but it's like, why May 16th or whatever the yeah. fuck it is? And it's like, well, it's because on the 17th they start losing money. Oh, makes total sense now yeah. that that's why that would be when they would, and then, the players, but then the problem you're going to have with the players is now the players are going to want to back straight, pay yeah. for not playing. Well, and then now they know that the owners lose money then, so they're like, They oh, suddenly have a little more leverage. Yeah, it's like, well, fuck, now we got our leverage to get what we want because after that date, we can just start asking for whatever we want because you guys can't afford it. <laughs> so that's where it's going to lead to and stuff. See, and this is where I brought up to him, and this is something... We talked about some of the changes we want to see in MLB and stuff last week. One of the things, though, that other sports do that MLB doesn't is revenue share with the players. Sure. You know why I'm okay with that? Everybody is more vested in the product on the field. That's the... And I think that's always been the theory. That's why the NBA and NHL have it. Why it's done is you have more of a vested interest in the product on the field if how well it looks affects your pocket. If you can make more money by generating more revenue for the league, you better for everyone. It's better for everyone. Because that's what they're doing in the NHL now. Is the players get 47% of the revenue. That's fantastic. So if the league makes more money, it gets it gets sent back to them. Now in the NFL, it's a little different, but it's the same idea. The players get forty seven percent or forty eight percent. It's a little different or forty six. I can't remember, but it it adjusts the salary cap. So okay. essentially, well, they get paid more. I mean, the players understand. Okay, the revenues go up. So, but that but your salary cap is based off of. Yeah, the other number. The other number. So I mean, it's I like, get that. I don't totally get more money, 
but I have the potential of getting more money. And it's kind of the same way in the NBA, too. The NBA gets, I think it's the same as the NHL. It's like 47%. I will tell you one thing I do not want. That goddamn proposal by the players with the playoff where some team gets a ghost win. Oh, God. <laughs> he got, he I, I haven't listened to him about Oh, about my about God. I was that. so... I, I, had to, I had to give myself a minute before I called him about it. I was so pissed. We were at lunch and he about lost it. <laughs> What I thought he was gonna flip on the table. earth makes you think that is a? Because you know the question I asked him was, "Do the players get paid for that game?" That's what I. That's what I wanted to know. So, let's just say for for we we all died and went to heaven, <laughs> and the owners the way he starts it. I'm like, wait a minute. And the owners and players agreed, <laughs> which is never going to happen yeah. on anything. But let's just say they agreed on this scenario that you've chosen. They're never going to agree on whether anybody gets paid for that or not. This ghost win. It counts. You're we down get, in a series or you're up in a series. We get paid. It counts. I think that's the dumbest thing. I've never, I've never heard of I, that. I, I don't, don't, I don't, know I don't mean this to be insulting because I think banana ball and all that's great, but that's some banana ball shit. No. No, but, that's no, beyond, that's not, that's but, beyond no, banana ball. But, but what banana ball would do is, uh, I'll finish, is it would become such a running joke where it would be like, that. then it would be like, well, but the oh, next game is worth two I wins. See, I see what you mean. And the, the, there would be a caveat to it. It'd be like it. aggregate yeah. scoring. Yeah, and there would be some ridiculous thing that went along with it yeah. that would make it funny and cool. This is not funny or cool! No, it's nowhere near intriguing. Well, the thing is, Banana Ball, they do that like for a series or yeah. a season when nobody gives a shit. Yeah, like, not the playoffs! Yeah, they're like, I don't give a fuck. That technically counts as two wins because we beat you so bad. Okay. Yeah. okay. And that's... <laughs> And that's, and and I nobody could, would care. And I could easily see in that scenario that's what Banana Ball would do. But that's not what Major League Baseball is doing. they're not doing that in the playoffs, though. No. They're doing that as no, a funny no, joke no. during the season. Yes. Of like, we beat the Marlins 15-1, to 1, and, so two wins. Fuck you guys. And, yeah. if they, <laughs> and if they did something ridiculous, they've done it all year, right? Yeah. You went through the whole regular season to get to the point to give somebody a win? No. The fuck? That'd be like saying to a football team, okay, the other team's up 7 nothing. No, they're not. Fuck them, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not giving them a touchdown just because they got a higher you seat. Got a higher, higher seat than us? Mm-hmm. That motherfucker, that's why you play the fucking game. Yeah, or basketball. Although they, I think a lot of Chiefs fans would have taken that this year. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> In other games, we wouldn't have, though, either. The Super Bowl year, we would have been fucking pissed. We were like, we, no. Yeah. Because we would have lost every game. <laughs> yeah. We want to be down. <laughs> <laughs> Can we give them the seven? No. The rules are you're up seven. Fuck! Yeah. We went the other way. But it would be the same basketball. Hey, they get ten points automatically. No, they don't. Fuck them, guys. I don't care what they get. Just there, because there they certain... made one five more games than us doesn't mean they get and, and, and I a will say win. like I've I've kind of ebbed and flowed with who Well, okay, I'm, I'm gonna propose this. What if this took place last year and you had two teams with a hundred game win or a hundred wins? Who gets the I, fucking ghost win? 
Both had the best records on whoever was declared the higher seed. Higher seed because they did. Because we had that example. I understand that, but was that twenty? Was that twenty fifteen? No, it just happened last year with the Giants. Giants and Dodgers. No. I'm going further back when. Oh, okay. Do you remember when Pittsburgh, St. Louis, and the Cubs all oh, had yeah. 100 something? Yeah. Like, yeah, 115. Was it 14? 15. 15. It was 15. 15. It was 15. Because that was the year it was like, oh, fuck, we're going to have to play the Cubs. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. But that, then, that, then, then they. Okay, didn't. then who do you. Right. Who do you. I understand that you're going to declare somebody, but how is that fair? Because you had three teams that are like the best ever. But well, you're gonna give one of them the ghost win. Yeah, I mean, I, how, that, that's well, not, and then like, well, I, there you go again. You're gonna have to <laughs> fucking debate that. Well, and then like, I had the, I had the. Well, problem. no, it's just unfair balance. I, I poised the, I poised the, the, posed the question to Scott. It's like you take a certain level of gamesmanship out because depending on how your team's built, who do you start game one? Right. Well, if you if you're the Dodgers and you've got Kershaw. And you're already up one nothing. It's like you let Kershaw pitch two games. Yeah. Because he get your his ace is going again. Now, now, granted, I realize he's going against the other ace. True. But he's up one nothing. He's going to pitch like he's up one. He's going to pitch like he's up one nothing. Yeah. They're going to pitch to maybe win the game. You know, it, it just it's. It's asinine. Now, it, it, but then here's the problem. It's going to make boring baseball, too. Oh, fuck. Well, because we've seen those games, the game two, where they're just trying to maybe kind of win, you know, still, sold. Yeah, yeah it, it, it makes boring baseball because there's no urgency to win because they got a game up. And the problem I, I have with it is one of the things that I do like about baseball, and I'm not criticizing the wild card because I think that the wild card has been great for the game. Because those games have generally been exciting, and some of those teams have gone on to go on deep runs, and it, it does make keep the season from being that much longer. But baseball has all decide it with a series, make it minimum three games, and make it oh oh, and the goddamn game starts. Yeah, not one nothing in a three game set. Jesus fucking Christ! You gotta win one more game, and you're in. What was the point of playing the series? Just play another fucking wild card game. Yeah, just have another elimination game. Just have another elimination game. What's the point of calling it a series? All they got to do is win one fucking game. I mean, yeah, and this is where basketball has found out the or truth about their product is because now they have the play-in tournament. Yeah. It's because people don't care in the beginning of the playoffs. Oh, God. Because it's so boring. And now they have the play-in tournament to build up some more intrigue. And it's one and done. Just like March Madness. Yeah. Because that's more exciting. Yeah. They're not giving those teams 1-0, though. It's just... It's... You, in, you, you win and you're in. That's all there is to it. And the teams are like, well, if we're here, th- this really affects us. Well, don't suck. I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. Don't be there, then. It's called winning. It's competitive balance. We're not here to hold your hand to help you through this. Fucking win. And I actually, I actually did like the... The, the owner's proposal that takes it out to seven teams in each league and the number one one gets a bye. I like that one. I didn't think that was bad. I like that one. The players one. absolutely fucking They hate it. it. And you know what I liked about <laughs> it was... And you, and you know the what... The fans were like, hey, you know that's pretty good. Do you know what is a fan that I liked about it was 
it made sense when you looked at the math because it's sometimes I think, and I, 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 I'm guilty of this, is you want to expand it, but then you realize you start letting teams in that really don't fucking belong. Yeah. And at seven, I think the Reds were the last team in. They were like 83 and 79. That's above 500. So they're above 500. That's not they're right. pretty good. I'm all right with that. But when you started talking about adding like an eighth or ninth team, you're probably getting someone that there's probably a reason why. And and so I, it looked really good when they when they put that there. And then again, you're you. I am drawing that I do because I do like some of the stuff that other leagues do. You you reward that team that was the number one. They won their division. Give them the buy. You know, there's some precedent for that. So I just I had to throw that out there with the players because my natural my natural instinct, like if I ha- I hate both of them. Don't get me wrong because they're both stupid. But I'm more mad at the owners right now than I am the players at this moment. And my natural inclination is to be more for the players than the owners. I just thought that one proposal by the players was fucking stupid on the playoff part. And then the owners. And then I actually like the owners on on that one. <laughs> Well, that's the problem we're running into is we can kind of agree. There are parts both, of it, yeah. With both sides and stuff. And so that's that's the problem. Now, the the other issue is is some of it I think that baseball's falling is falling in their own problems is their unwillingness to change sometimes. <sighs> But then their willingness to change. Where other sports are, oh, you, you know what? We're going to change because we got to try something. That is probably their single biggest of all their problems. Because basketball and hockey are like, you know what? We're going to change because we got to do something more. We got to take it to the next level. The leagues are um, uh, Flanagan when he was on the radio today, and he was talking about we've bitched about this with Major League Baseball forever with free agents. Flanagan is a Chiefs fan because he lived here for so long and covered the Royals and everything. But he grew up a Packers fan. And he said the single greatest day in Packers football was when they got Reggie White. And the reason why he said that was because Green Bay is not a destination. Green Bay would be the Major League Baseball equivalent of a small market team. But the Reggie White signing showed that anyone can sign anyone any given season and it has proved to be that way every season since for major league for for the nfl that mm-hmm. if you really want a guy mm-hmm. you go get him you just yeah. have to do what you have we, to we, we discussed this yep. a you, couple weeks ago you're gonna have to make some sacrifices and you yep. may have to do something you'll regret later but if yep. you fucking want him yep you can go get him whereas major league baseball there are about six teams yep Devontae adams <laughs> How bad did the Chiefs really want Devontae Adams? Well, Patrick Mahomes came out today and said that uh, I would love a polished veteran receiver instead of a rookie. Sure. But to your point, yeah, we get to talk about that. If the Chiefs made the right moves, they could pull it off. Because it's viable. Yes. It's probably not viable. But it's not viable because of shit we've done as a team. I can't blame the league. No, it's not. You know, well, it's the way our salary salaries are. Well, yeah, no, it, it's because of that. And, well, yeah, it's just at the end of the day, it's because of that. Mike Trout's out there. He ain't coming here. 
We don't get to sit around going, No. Oh, shit. That's the, How about that, Trout? Yeah. That's the last place. <laughs> no. We're going, okay, who's the next guy? Yeah. <laughs> and no, you're going no, about nine no, down. Yeah, exactly. You get about nine down, exactly. and then maybe mm-hmm. we're, yeah. 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 Which, I think we said this last week, I, I'll, I'll reiterate it. This is one of the things that, that Roger gets to miss, has missed. I think it would be more entertaining if Matt, or at Roger at one point in time would have been able to go, guys, Mike Trout, what do you think? It makes sense. He can't do that. He can't. No. No. You know, and you, you and me, if we would have known each other way back when, like, oh my God. No and Ryan. Give me one reason why he shouldn't be here. You know, and we'd be sitting around arguing about why he shouldn't be here. Because it was possible. Or whatever, because it was possible. If if Kaufman wanted to shell out the dough and Ryan wanted to come, you could get him. Yep. Yeah, that's a problem. Big it's, time. It's a big And one. it will always be a problem. Yeah. Because if they fix... If they, if they get everything worked out tomorrow, we're still not going to be getting around, oh, Mike Trout. No. We're still not going to. No. They're, they're, and that was what Flanagan's conversation was really depressing because he was basically like, they're going to get a deal done, but nothing's going to change for us. No. I told you the other day on the phone, you said that you're, you got a friend in, in New York. My cousin. You're, okay, a cousin in New York. And... uh your 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 cousin is is pissed, and I was like, "Why?" Well, you ver- eventually explained to me he's a Royals fan. Mm-hmm. So, but before I knew that, is like, why would he give two yeah, fucking shits? The Yankees don't care. Yankees fans do not care about what happens in this 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 because they're still gonna win when it's over. Because as soon as this is over, they 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 get all this settled. They, they, as usual. They, they can still pay buy whoever the fuck they want. And then uh, it's us. It's the Royals fans out there. It's the Pirates fans out there. The Rockies fans that are sitting around going, "How is this gonna fuck us even worse?" Mm-hmm. Sure. Where with other sports, it's not quite that way. No, there's no. Again, I, I I always got to preface this. I don't know enough about hockey to be able to say. I will this. tell you right now, it's not a problem. Okay, <laughs> but I don't I don't know of any other sport where it is. Because no, I'm then, becoming a hockey fan because of baseball. And then <laughs> sure. And then I think and I think what kind of happens in the in the NBA that's a little skewed is there are the rosters are smaller, so I think sometimes there's this perception that you've got dominance, but really what it boils down to is that. They're really, it's a smaller league. I mean, each team only carries. It's 15. 15. 16 if you've got two way guys. You know, so you will get some of these superstar laden teams a little bit, but they don't always win. (laughs) Lakers. (laughs) You know, they they don't always win. And like we talked about last week with um, the Greek Freak, I have no reason as a less than casual NBA fan. If the Bucks want to keep that guy for his entire career, they can do it if they want to. He is theirs the rest of time. You know, he's it. He has no reason to leave, and the Bucks have no reason that they will ever lose him. Whereas in Major League Baseball, 
I'm already dreading what's going to happen to Bobby Wood Jr. And he ain't even played an inning yet. And See, we've already lost and, a fucking year on him. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the problem, too, is the Bucks. they knew he was going to be good his first couple of years, and they're like, oh, this is our guy for the next 12, like Mahomes for the Chiefs. Here's our next quarter, here's our quarterback for the next decade. And for the Bucks, it's the same. Here's our power forward or whatever the hell you want to call him because he's a hybrid he's of a everything. He's a freak. He's a freak, so <laughs> he technically is a forward. Here's our forward for the next decade and a little bit over, and, I mean. And it sucks because, Until like, he gets mad at management. Like, That's the only reason. You know, you, we were, you know, <laughs> yeah. we were. That's we a were, different. That's, that's a different we obstacle. Were, we, were talking, we were talking about it's this earlier with what it does for your town. And Scott and I have had this ridiculous conversation once before. But let's say Bobby Wood Jr. blows up. And he's Mike Trout at shortstop. This fucking town could have Patrick Mahomes and Bobby Wood Jr. in the same fucking city. How fucking cool that would be. Because you don't remember, but... Bo Jackson was fucking everywhere. And it was great for the town. It was great for the Royals. Even though he played for the fucking Raiders, you kind of forgot about it because they'd show all these ridiculous shit that he could do on the baseball field. It was awesome. People knew what this town... We already have Mahomes. We could have a legit five-tool stud. But as soon as he starts, the clock's already ticking. Whereas we, we, we know that Mahomes is not going anywhere until Mahomes is a washed-up 30-something when that's just kind of how the league has been lately. He's going to go do his two years somewhere else when he's late 30s. Maybe. Well, maybe. maybe. We don't know. But Bobby Wood Jr. is going to leave us when he's in his fucking prime. Yeah. That's horrible. And the same thing happens in basketball as football. Once they get to a certain age like James Harden. And I get it. And, 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 and I don't... You know, and I'm not... Uh, I understand that. I get it. Yeah. But they didn't fucking leave three, four years in. No. No, the best example is Kevin Durant. Uh, yeah. With the Thunder. When he was in his prime, the Thunder got him for his best years. And won with him, too. But then once it came time, the economics started, well, this guy's going to just cost way too much. Well, and they had a lot of other... Well, here's the thing thing that sucks, in my opinion right now, is pretty much we're under the understanding Bobby Witt Jr.'s playing the second they can start playing. It sure looks like it. It sure looks like it. it. We we already lost how many games? Well, five to start, six right. to start. But uh, that, I mean, it's an open-ended question because it's like, it, it, how yeah. many how many games have we lost Today, with, with yeah. him? Yeah. Well, the, the clock ticked. The clock is ticking, so we've already lost what maybe half a season. Could be. Could be. We don't know. So there's basically one fucking year blown. Yeah, we don't know what the back end will look like. Yeah, you're, you're right on that. I yeah, because now you're because you know we're we're thinking okay, twenty two these guys come up, most of them. Twenty three should be the year, right? They think they're competing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now you only got one or two years with these yeah. guys. Two two years with these guys, and then by twenty five, twenty six, they're gone. Most likely, at least half of them. Yeah. 
And then 22 is just a wasted fucking year. And in 26, you're going to have the half, the other half of the have-nots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're going to have the have nots left. you have fucking Salvador Perez going out there in a, yeah, a fucking a walker. walker. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have the haves that left, and the ha- you're stuck with the have-nots. So, that's that's where the where it ends at. You guys make me have a headache. Sure, something Talking big. about this shit. And on that All note. right, we'll end on that note then. Good. Right. Take an aspirin. <laughs> Later. See you next time. Later.